Hi everyone and welcome to Teeth and Tales. I'm your host Dr. Shadi Manucheri and today's episode is all about TikTok dental trends. So a lot of you might actually know me from TikTok and know that I'm very passionate about addressing these trends that are going on on TikTok and talking about the extent of damage that they can cause and my wonderful guest today is Dr. Emmy who is also a dentist on social media and on TikTok and she shares the same message and actually we both got so passionate and we got carried away talking about this topic that this is a very long episode and I felt all of this was very very valuable and I didn't want to cut anything out so this topic and this episode will be in two parts. Today is part one and part two will be published next week. So without further ado, I really hope you enjoy this episode and let's get into it. Hi, Amy. Thank you so much for joining me today. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm very well. Thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. As I was saying before we started recording, I'm really, really, I'm genuinely excited about this this podcast episode because I feel like there's so much we need to talk about and we need to address that. It, and it's been a long time coming, you know, this is probably one of the most important podcast episodes that's going to go live. Before we get started, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do and how you got here, please. So um, I qualified as a dentist in 2019. Um, I studied up in the northwest at the University of Central Lancashire. I did my FD year up in Lancaster and I've now moved home to Cornwall where I work in a community post, um, working a lot in urgent care at the moment with the whole COVID lockdown situation. And during lockdown, I started my my TikTok account, which um, is sort of how I've ended up here talking to you today, Shardy, um, which you know, the aim for that was to try and get some information out. Um, it was during FD year, actually, that I was, I was that we first went into lockdown. So we did have a period of time where we weren't going in. So that was my way of sort of trying to be helpful during the lockdown situation um, to try and get some information out there. And it's just sort of gone from there, really. Well, I didn't realise you were doing your FD year. I, I thought you'd qualified um, probably a long time ago because you seem so confident yeah. and so... <laughs> knowledgeable so I, I thought you'd qualified way before me so that's very interesting okay and how oh, was your did you really? yeah. <laughs> yeah my oh my FD year was amazing I, I worked in such a lovely practice my my trainer was she was just absolutely brilliant she was a great mentor for me and um despite it being sort of cut short I'm I'm very lucky that I gained a lot of experience in that time so um you know, I hope it hasn't impacted me sort of too much. So, um, I mean, it, it was a good experience. It's just such a shame that it was it was cut short with lockdown. But um, no, it was great. And I'm also loving my my job now as well, which is good. I'm definitely getting to see a lot of different areas of dentistry. And um, I just wonder when things are going to go back to normal or, yeah. or the new normal. Or is this the new normal? It's, it's uh, 
Yeah, it's strange because I feel like it's most difficult on the newly qualified dentists and people like yourselves who've just come through FDA year because obviously you're not getting as much exposure as as the rest of us did to clinical dentistry and to all sorts of different things. But I suppose this is something that is, you know, going to go down in history and we're always going to look back on it. And it's it's good to know that we were part of it and we had to deal with it. And it's it's taught us a lot. Um like real dentistry as well as you know things like TikTok and getting information out there how did you transition from your FD year to the to the uh, job post that you are in now so it was actually um the whole COVID situation that sort of changed the 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 plan for my career path for me so I was planning on doing um DCT post and things like that but actually uh during lockdown and living so far away from my friends and family in the north anyway and then not even being able to visit kind of made me realize that I wanted to get home as as soon as possible and um, the only sort of DCT post there was a a maxillofacial post which um, I I didn't feel was sort of best reflected what I wanted to do so actually that's what sort of inspired me to start looking for other things and I'm so glad I did because now I'm in a post where um, I'm in a community post, but I get to do a, a sort of a variety of things. So um, I spend some time in urgent care. So I increase my confidence with things like extractions, oral surgery a lot. Um, and then it, at the end of January, I'm going to be doing some general practice as well. So I feel quite lucky that I've found a, a bit of a mixed post and that I'm still getting some good experience as well. Yeah, definitely. I feel like if you're doing urgent care now, this is the best time to be doing it because we're going to be seeing some real emergencies during this time. You know, the people that actually come in really, really usually need the care. So it's going to be really good exposure for you. Definitely. Obviously, it's it's quite different from it can be quite different from general practice because everyone you're seeing, it's like, you know, treatment, 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 and it's mm-hmm. emergency treatment. And um, it's quite fast paced. It's very interesting. And I enjoy it so much more than I thought I can, I can really see myself sort of continuing to do it in, in the future as well. And I think there's going to be a huge sort of backlog post COVID. So I'm glad to be getting some experience in there for sure. Definitely. I think the one thing that I've learned throughout my journey is that it doesn't matter what you plan or you think you're going to want to do, it's usually life will throw curveballs at you. I mean, you've had probably the worst curveball, which is COVID during your career, during our career, actually, but at this critical point in your career, because it's, you know, really made you realize what's important, like family, friends, being close to home. And then obviously the career is kind of secondary to that. And I think that's what a lot of us have actually realized as well. So it's always the ones that are unexpected that end up being the best experience we can get. Definitely. And it's it's certainly taught me to have more more balance in, in life anyway. And that actually, as much as I love the career that we're in and dentistry really is my life, there are other things in life that are important as well. And that's definitely sort of made me realize that and I'm lucky to have realized that sort of early on in my career. So tell me about how you started on TikTok. You briefly told us that it started in lockdown, but tell me exactly how it started and how it took off. So I was very much a, a viewer, not a creator when I first joined TikTok. And as you probably know, hours can go by scrolling past. And it, it was actually when I saw um, when the initial Katie Price pictures came up. This is sort of back in, gosh, it must have been J- July, August time um, last year. And 
that's when I sort of thought I kept seeing it, it come up like oh Katie Price's new veneers her new veneers and I thought oh gosh I really want to say something because they're not veneers so that's when I um I changed my account handle to dentist Emmy and sort of just made a quick video saying look these are um crowns they're not veneers like you know if it's someone's telling you they're veneers that's sort of not right um and didn't really expect to get many views and I just woke up one morning and suddenly it was on like half a million views and I was like what's going on <laughs> Katie Price herself had actually commented which terrified wow. me but she's actually really really lovely and she just sort of explained her story of how she was very young when she had it done initially and, and obviously as we've been um, saying in our TikTok videos that actually they need to be replaced every so often so she's now you know on her third time of having them replaced after having several problems so um, it was good to sort of hear her side of it as well um, but I think that's what really interested a, a lot of people because I feel that obviously a lot of the general public just see the initial outcome and see how amazing people's teeth look after cosmetic treatment and aren't really as well informed about the actual process to get there so that was what inspired me to make my first video and then from then on I just sort of continued yeah I think do you know what this is this is what I found with TikTok is the power of TikTok that honestly I don't think any other social media platform has at the moment like Instagram is very nice it's all well and good posting very filtered very planned kind of um, posts but my personal experience with TikTok was that one initially I, I also joined during lockdown and I was very much a viewer like yourself I was just scrolling hours would go by and I'd just be watching videos but I actually found it really really refreshing because TikTok seemed like this platform where people were just having a laugh you know doing stuff to cheer each other up it wasn't anything like you know this is a planned post with this many hashtags and whatever it was just like a very kind of spontaneous platform platform to me and it really cheered me up at a time where I needed cheering up I think a lot of us did and I was actually making videos of my cat I was just putting up <laughs> videos of my cat when I'd see trends and then it, this one time I made a video about how I became a dentist and it kind of blew up and I was like okay let me talk about this because it just dawned on me that actually right now no one is in school and this is how you know I don't want to sound too old because I hope I'm not old yet but um, a lot of people were off like school and I think this is how people get their information now like when I was at dental school it was YouTube and YouTube videos where we got our information from but I think now it's places like Instagram and TikTok for teenagers and young people and that's where they're getting their information from so I tried as much as I could to make educational videos and I think the reach like you found with your first video the reach is incredible and you I don't think you can get that on any other platform at the moment 100% I totally agree and there's such variety I feel like I I've learned so much from TikTok and I got so much motivation and inspiration from all the different kinds of videos and the different kinds of people that come up I do think it's a it's a great um platform and like you said I, I feel Instagram is very planned very consistent whereas TikTok one day you can have zero followers the next day you can have thousands of followers literally anyone can can go viral and I think that's what's quite exciting about it um and it can be uh, frustrating at times as well because no one quite understands how it works but you know we all love it I think also with 
great power comes great responsibility because um again any video can go viral and we were just talking about the the videos that have gone viral and obviously there's no one to filter this information so there's a lot of information out there that people are just putting up from things that don't necessarily have scientific research backing them there's no sort of um dentists recommending them but people are teaching each other and they're going by that because they want to save some money they want to do something really quickly or whatever and we're going to talk in this episode about just how dangerous those trends can be so as much as the platform is wonderful I think people need to be very careful about how they use the information that's there because it's all good and well you know using a new recipe or I don't know I I for example learned how to how to tie-dye my jumpers on on TikTok but that's something that's you know not going to cause that much damage but with things like teeth health that kind of thing is very much an irreversible thing if it goes wrong so I think people need to be very very careful with the information they trust on that platform yes exactly and that's it and when like you said when it is unregulated and when literally any video can go viral I mean as we're going to talk about um particularly the the cosmetic things the things involving uh dentistry and such um there are there are actually real irreversible dangers and that's what's quite worrying and I think that's where I had a sense of almost responsibility to like oh I need to say that this is right um or or that this is dangerous or we or we need to sort of spread a bit of information out there about it so I guess that's the sort of darker side of TikTok and, and unfortunately when something becomes a trend a, a lot of people will will realize a video is trending and see it as an opportunity to promote their own platform mm. and actually will um you know we we saw this a lot with the um with the whitening trends as well and I saw a lot of very big creators actually sort of jumping on that trend and it was frustrating to see um because well as we've since seen there are some obviously down there are huge downsides and some some bad effects and like you said it's great if it's a new recipe or um like cleaning videos I seem to get a lot of those come up I love really those fine, I love but... those cleaning videos <laughs> <laughs> and I love like hair transformations and I mean I honestly think um you know thank goodness TikTok wasn't around when I was younger because I, I certainly remember my friends and I would go to the chemist we would buy box hair dye we would dye each other's hair and I think thank goodness I don't have to live with the consequences of that now now that I'm an adult because your hair grows back but unfortunately um your teeth don't grow back and it, I'm just scared that a lot of teenagers now are going to have to live with the um live with the results and the consequences of something they did as a as a teenager as a bit of a as a bit of a trend and I think I think that's what's that's what's difficult trying to explain to people. So we have a list of the trends that we're going to cover in this episode and we weren't sure whether we should cover this first or last, but I think because we have so much we both want to say, we're going to start off with this one. The trend that's promoting veneers and I put veneers in quotation marks because they are of course crowned and particularly going abroad for these treatments and this is for both of us this is I think our most viral video um, that went live like you said with your video Katie Price herself has actually commented on it my video I think is a just above 8 million views at the moment and I was actually doing some reading before this episode and if you put in TikTok dental trends I think 
every article has both our videos in it, which is very, very good to see uh, that it's getting the exposure and it's raising the awareness that we want it to raise. So let's talk about this. Veneers, going abroad for veneers and veneers in uh, air quotes and quotation marks. Let's talk about it. So, I mean, I I didn't realise how much of a, <clears throat> excuse me, I didn't realise how much of a, a problem this was actually until these videos started coming on to TikTok. And since then I've done research on YouTube and such. And as more and more there's societal pressure on people to look a particular way, particularly now in an age where people, you know, a lot of teenagers you speak to, their aspiration for life is to is to become an influencer, to have a profile on social media. And and actually with that comes a lot of pressure to look a particular way. And I mean, researching on YouTube, there are so many videos of of very high profile bloggers, vloggers and such going abroad and actually documenting that their treatment. And um, funny enough, shortly after I had posted my video, I, I had a message from um, a YouTuber saying that one of these practices um, abroad somewhere had actually offered her free veneers, of course, meaning crowns, um, free cosmetic treatment if she was to document it on her YouTube account and promote it to her followers. And that actually after seeing that video, she was a bit concerned about what that treatment would actually involve and that no one had spoken to her about the long-term effects. And actually, you know, if her initial treatment was for free, what happens if, you know, one in one in four or one in five of those teeth is going to go on to need root canal treatment um you know th these teeth are going to need to re be replaced are they going to cover you for the the maintenance long term or are you then going to have a huge financial commitment actually going forward and um thankfully she sort of thought twice and a, a lot of dentists thankfully um in the UK a lot of minimally invasive dentists offer a free consultation so that's sort of what I'd encourage anyone to do is is go and see what other options there are before that uh, but obviously the, the appeal of, of going abroad and, and having it done is obviously it's a very quick transformation and obviously is much cheaper and, and much more affordable initially. Mm -hmm. But obviously what's not talked about is the, is the long term financial commitment and also the, the biological cost as well. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what? That's that's good, at least that she she was thinking about those things, because a lot of people, of course, don't. They just go ahead with it. And um, what happens is after that video went viral, I started getting a lot of messages about people from people saying, I've been considering getting this done. Um, I had no idea that these were the risks. I had no idea they needed to be replaced. I had no idea they could risk nerve damage. Um, and people who said they were, you know, minutes away from booking their trip to go abroad and have this treatment done that were suddenly realizing. And actually one of them, uh, there was this girl who had gone abroad with her boyfriend. They'd actually gone to Turkey to get these treatments done. And she sent a very long, very panicked message saying, we've just had our consultation. We're here. I think it was over Christmas. Um, we're here. They've now said my boyfriend needs, I think, like three or four root canal treatments before the crowns. What do you think? All of this stuff. And we're having our treatment tomorrow. Please respond. And I was like, this is a really, really bad position to be in. You don't want to be in that position. Like, please, please do your research before you go and have that treatment done. And before I posted that video, I was very careful because obviously everyone, once this started trending, everyone, all of our colleagues were rightly speaking up about it, saying these are not veneers, these are crowns, these are the risks that you can have. But I personally was very, very apprehensive about speaking up about it because 
I didn't want it to come across as us saying, oh, dentists in certain countries are bad. You should never have that kind of treatment and promoting our own sort of aligning bleaching bonding protocols or anything like that. I didn't want it to come across like that. But I think, you know, you said for you, it was Katie, seeing Katie Price's video. For me, it was about seeing this very young girl's video. She was, I think, 18. Um, and she was, she was this beautiful young girl and she had, she had perfect teeth. Like, honestly, I wouldn't have changed them at all. I wouldn't have even whitened them. And I whitened everyone's teeth in my mind, but she had perfect teeth. And I was, and she had posted a video of them being shaved down to pegs and having all crowns saying the veneers. And then all the comments were all these young girls saying, Oh, where did you get it done? I want to have this done. How much was it? Which company did you go with? And that was when I realized I have to speak up because I think for us, it's very obvious that these are crowns and these are the risks, but a lot of people still don't know that. And I think that's why these videos went as viral as they did. And everyone started covering them because suddenly they were realizing that, oh, and I think for, with my video, it was saying they'll need dentures by the age of 40 that kind of grabbed everyone's attention. And I was kind of a bit, I thought that was taken out of context, but I think that's what it took to make people realize just how dangerous these treatments can be. So it, it's 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 really, really worrying to see that, I think. It is. It's heartbreaking, actually, when you say, and like you said, it's it's very, very young, young, young people. And um, I think, I mean, I try and think back to before I did dentistry and how I perceived teeth. And I think a lot of people just sort of see your teeth as almost you know kind of dead where you can have them cut down it's 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 not an issue that not sort of realizing that they're a dynamic actually a live feature of your of your body that that um and actually you know yes your teeth may look a particular way after but actually um it's it's the long term it's not a case of oh you have these crowns placed and it's good as new you have to be careful for the rest of your life like you could be like these are young young people it could be their wedding day that they take a bite of something and this crown comes out you know this is what worries me is the I, I don't know if I could live with the the constant anxiety of and I think that's what people perhaps don't think of and they see oh this influence is doing it this influence is doing mm. it I should do it it's it's become a fashionable thing which is quite dangerous and like you said seeing young people whose whose teeth are actually lovely and you think, why, why are they doing this? But it's it's almost become um like a, a celebrity and an, an influencer thing where perhaps you feel like unless you have had these cosmetic procedures done, you you're not hitting that that sort of standard of of beauty and, and everything. But uh again, it's it this is why we sort of need to speak out about it. And it's not to sort of judge or um, tell people what they should and shouldn't do but it's just to make sure people are informed because there's so many people who've even had the treatment and didn't had never been told these things mm -hmm. you know yeah. and and were under the under the um, impression that they would go they would have these um, beautiful white crowns placed and that would be the end of the story and actually they've gone on to have sort of several problems and you know that's that's heartbreaking yeah. Do you know what? I agree with you. I think we're not sort of preaching about what you should and shouldn't do. We're just simply speaking about the risks. And I think this is what people need to consider when it comes to healthcare, when it comes to dental care. We can sit here and talk about 
certain things a lot of what we say is based on evidence is based on research so when we talk about replacing crowns of veneers every 10 to 15 years that's based on the average because what I found a lot of people were commenting saying well I've had crowns that have been fine for 30 years I've never needed a root canal and equally there were people saying I had crowns a year ago and I've needed root canals I've needed them to be replaced this many times we always it's important for people to realize that we always give you the average and we give you sort of what we estimate and the general advice that we give but every single individual is different and every single tooth in an individual is different so we're not sitting here seeing, saying crowns are bad crowns are terrible you shouldn't have crowns we're saying that there are certain cases that will need treatments with crowns that will benefit from having treatments with crowns and there are certain cases that aren't so it's all about weighing up the risks versus benefits so in an 18 year old with completely aligned white teeth that have no problems um you know the risks of doing that far outweigh the benefits because there's very little benefit to gain from having crowns on all the teeth there are a lot of risks but if it's say it's it's a patient who's in their 50s who've had lots of restorations of their teeth they want to improve their smile they've got discarded uh, teeth with lots of different restorations crowns may be the best option and you just say okay i'll accept that risk of having um, maybe needing a root canal treatment, maybe needing to replace them every 10 years. Um, so it's all about balance and it's all about individual cases. And I think this is what people need to realize. And that's not something somebody over the internet can tell you. You need to go to a dentist, have an assessment, and then that advice will be given to you based on your circumstances. Exactly. I, I couldn't agree more. And I think that that's one of the the, the difficult things, like your story about the the 18 year old girl who'd gone abroad and the people that had messaged you that the night before their treatment was due is this is a big decision and actually you need a face-to-face -face assessment beforehand and perhaps more than just one day to make that decision because it's something that's going to change your life completely and something you're going to have to a decision you're going to have to live with for the rest of your life so that is certainly something to consider and I feel if you've already got on a plane um, if you've sort of made that decision prior to going then your automatic decision is well I've already put all this money in I'm, I'm going to commit to mm. it at this point and this is not to say that all dentists abroad like this that's not the case at all we have amazing mm. colleagues that work in all different kinds of countries it's more about um, finding a minimally invasive clinician I think is the most important message that I want to give out whether that be abroad whether that be in the UK the most mm. important thing like you said is that individualized treatment that minimally invasive approach yeah absolutely and I think um your story about the YouTube YouTuber who'd messaged you asking for advice I actually went on a course I think it was a Invisalign course that I went on and the speaker was telling us the stories of um you know, the, the cases they had treated and he had actually treated an influencer, a very big influencer who he couldn't disclose because of NDA and non-disclosure and all of that. But she had been paid and she had been consistently paid a monthly fee to promote that treatment from that clinic. And she had had these crowns and she actually, I think there was a case where she, she sneezed and all of her crowns came off. And of course she had severe severe sensitivity of her teeth and it was a case of him going in on a weekend at a ridiculous hour to replace these uh, crowns and to fix to offer her remedial treatment and actually he had to sign something saying that he wouldn't speak up about who it was and all of these things because obviously she had been paid and she'd been consistently paid by this clinic to promote that treatment and not talk about any of these risks so 
people need to realize that actually what you're seeing on social media isn't often reflective of what's going on in reality. So please don't take that as face value. Do your own research. Be aware of the risks. And, you know, what you were saying about the crowns coming off on their wedding day, that would that would petrify me. Like, I can't even wear false nails because if they come off, like, I'll be scared. And I can't imagine what it's like to have that constant fear with your teeth. You know, and I, and I think it's important, again, to stress that in some cases, crowns may be the best option. But in a lot of cases, they're not, especially now where we have sort of Invisalign whitening and bonding. And again, this isn't to promote us as UK dentists or say, come and have treatment with us. You can have you can have this treatment with any dentist in any country. Um, But this is why this treatment now aligning bleaching and bonding is so popular, because it's your own teeth. It's minimally invasive. Yes, there are risks. Yes, there is a maintenance, but it's far, far less than having something like crowns. and again, these none of these treatments are essentially they're all irreversible. So once you have that treatment done, you can't exactly reverse it. But um, the extent of damage is very, very different when you have something like crowns or when you have something like composite bonding. Yeah, absolutely. And it's thinking about it, like you said, long long term as well. And I, I honestly think nothing will ever replace your your own natural teeth and and the more of your natural teeth you can keep the better and that I think that's what I've just oh I feel so strongly about it to be honest and um that's it I think consider consider all the options and like you said it's not just that oh you've got to have treatment in the UK it's got to be UK dentist that's not the case at all um but it's finding again the most minimally invasive way to achieve the results that you're hoping for and there are just so many options like we said uh Invisalign bonding, whitening, all of those things. So I really hope you enjoyed the first part of this episode. We're not done yet and we continue talking about uh, more of these trends. We talk about the DIY teeth whitening trends using household items. We talk about whether they work and what the risks are and what some of the what are some of the alternatives that you can actually do to effectively um, whiten your teeth. So I really hope you enjoy this episode and I really hope you join us again next week for the second part. As always, I would love to know what you thought of this episode. So please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Dr. Shadi Manicherry. And don't forget, there will be a new episode every week. So please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. And I can't wait to speak to you soon. Bye.